0: Is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. From the Fifth Quarter Studio in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to the Coaching Youth Hoops Podcast. They're playing basketball. 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 Here's our hosts, Steve Collins. Steve Collins. And Bill Flitter. Bill Flitter. hey everybody welcome 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 to coaching youth hoops um coach bill is a little busy this week so i kind of hijacked um not that i don't have other things to do i do i you know we have seven podcasts in our network i think but um i told him take a take a take a week break um and i would uh jump on and just give kind of kind of some of my thoughts Um, with coaching youth basketball um, or coaching youth hoops. Um, We're about to launch the coaching youth hoops membership, which will give you everything you need to become a a successful um, youth basketball coach. Um, So my goal is the beginning of 2023. The first 2023 is when we're going to launch um, I know some people will be through the season and other stuff, but I'm going to try to, you'll have, you know, how to pick an offense, how to pick a defense drills, do all sorts of stuff, everything you need to be a, um, youth basketball coach. So go, go over and check it out. Get on the waiting list. I'm going to give, um, probably the first 10 to 20 people that sign up a huge discount, um, get you in, see what you need. We'll get on some calls. We'll talk, um, we'll talk about coaching youth hoops. Uh, but before we, before we do that, as we do that, as you do that, listen, I'm going to talk about some of the keys, I think, for being a youth basketball coach. You know, what, what are those pivots? What are those things that can take you to the next level um, of being a successful, quote unquote, I'm, I paused there for a second because I was trying to think of what is successful and it's not necessarily wins at the youth level, um, but what does it take to be I say, quote unquote successful youth basketball coach. And these are things that just today on on my wintry walk uh, with my dogs, uh, Sanibel and Disney, that um, I was thinking about things that I thought could help you become a better um, youth basketball coach. So first of all, winning, it's not about winning. So I'm going to just start with that one, even though it's not on my list. I'm going to start about, it's not about winning. Um, If it is about winning, you're not worried about the development of your, of your, of your young ladies or young men at that point. So we all want to win. We all want to put them in a position to win. Um, but it's not winning at no cost. So I I would say that winning needs to be put over onto the side. Sorry, I had to sit there and cough. So I paused for a second. That's the first thing. So winning is not everything when you're coaching, when you're at the youth level, um, so it's really about teaching skills and teaching development, okay? And there's more than one type of skill and one type of a development as a youth coach that you want to be. Um, you, you know, you not only want to teach them the specific skills of dribbling and shooting and passing and stuff, you also want to teach them the leadership skills about communicating, about leading others, about showing up on time, about coming to practice, all those things. And again, there's a wide scale here, difference between a second grader and an eighth grader. Um, but I think the, those skills are important. Um, you want to build on those, and I'll come back to that in a second. So that's the second thing. Third thing is, I think you want to you want multiple you want them to play multiple sports. So you don't want to be that youth coach that you can only play basketball. You can only do, and you can tell that I just jumped on here real quick. My phone distinct. Um, but you want them to play multiple sports, and here's the reason. I think, first of all, you don't know in third grade what sport is going to be their sport if they're an athlete, and second of all, it's going to it, injury prevention has been proven scientifically that the more motor skills and more things that they can do, the less likely they are to have long term effects and and injuries. So you want them playing baseball and lacrosse and football. We'll talk about football, but soccer and basketball and swimming and everything because they're using different motor skills, and and. As a, as a coach or you also want them to um, you also want them to go to specific, uh, you know, things. So they don't, they, you don't know, you know, Michael Phelps might've been a basketball player, you know, if his parents had been basketball players. So, um, so that's the next thing. Um, Going into the negative again, don't press, don't play zone. Don't press, don't play zone. Don't press, don't play zone. Because if you're, Again, and there's a scale here of a difference between the second grade and the eighth grade, but um, teach them the basic principles of man-to-man, teach them location, teach them footwork, teach them, you know, we've all been in those tournaments or those places where people press, and you're superior and you're going to beat me in fourth grade because you've got the better athletes and you're going to press and we're going to turn over and you're going to score laps. But you're not developing them as, 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 as basketball players and as individuals. All right, next one is you want to build on the skill sets and you want them to build on the skill sets. So going into my edgy mode here a little bit, you want some of those, you you want, you want them to develop the skill sets of. So a lot of small sided games, a lot of two on two, a lot of three on three, a lot of four on four where they're learning the skill sets and they're being involved in, you know, ball fakes or shots or whatever it is. Um, I think those are both extremely important. Um, So the next thing is make sure it's fun. Please make sure it's fun. I've said this on multiple podcasts, but you do not want to be this young man or woman's last coach. And if it's not fun, they're going to give it up and they're going to go find something else that's more fun. So make it active, make it fun. Um, All practices at the youth level, especially the elementary level, need to, (laughs) there should be no standing. So if you're working on a two-on-two drill, hopefully you got enough people that everyone's going in and you have enough baskets. Now, there's where you got to be a little creative about number of baskets, number amount of time and all that kind of stuff. And that's where coachingyouthhoops.com will help when we launch that membership site. But you want them to be active as possible. You want, my objective when I was coaching youth hoops is no standing alliance. zero. There was no standing lines. They were maybe going to go drink me they were doing that. If they were if they were standing in the line for more than 10 seconds, it was too much. Um, and then you want to give successes because, again, you might have a team that's 0 and 12. You might have a team that's 12 and 1. You might whatever. But you want to build not only successes in practice, you want to build those successes um, in games, in practice, in drills, in shooting and all of those kind of things. Um, I know I've said this and this is, again, isn't on my list of my of my random thoughts about coaching youth hoops um is at the younger level just make sure we're really conscious of of not shooting (laughs) those those three pointers are too far those three pointers are difficult for them to shoot they just they don't have they just don't have the range that the they, they can't do it um so just make sure that you're giving them um a, a positive direction, you know, if they're, if they're in second grade and they can't get it up, then you should be working on layups. You should be working on ball handling. You should be working on passing. Um, but I, I again, think all of those are just random thoughts about things that can help you um, become a better basketball coach. You know, what should you teach at the younger levels? Well, you should teach a lot of ball handling. You should teach layups. You should teach footwork. You should teach shooting form. You should teach ball handling. You should teach um, – how to run. You should teach their gait. You should teach, um, you know, some of the basic passes and, and, and don't worry about this. I was talking to a youth coach today. Don't worry about the specific plays or the out of balance plays. Worry about those things as they develop, as they get older and later elementary and stuff, that's when you can extend the ball handling, extend the screening, extend what a cut is and post moves and drop steps. Um, those things you can develop as, and then as, as they move toward, toward middle school, you know, then you can work on press breaks. You can work on pressing, you can work more on footwork and rebounding. You can work on, um, you know, the progression of the ball handling, you know, um, the progression of the physicality of the game. So all of those things. So I hope this helps. Um, hopefully in the next couple weeks, we'll be back to our schedule, regularly scheduled programming and coaching youth hoops. I hope you enjoy this again. Remember, go over and join the waiting list, coaching dot Also, um, go over and make sure you check out all of our podcasts. Uh, you know, um, basketball coach unplugged doesn't matter if you're a youth coach. Basketball coach unplugged, high school hoops, uh, the um, the rule of th- the rule of three offense, the funnel down defense, all of those uh, podcasts, the combination defense. Maybe you're running against a, a box and one, and you want to know how to run one, or you want to know how to score against it. That would work too. So all of those things are helpful and successful and they're down in the the show notes all right have a great day everybody and great week and holiday season is upon us bye sports social podcast network